0: What's going on everybody welcome in to another edition of the final whistle sports podcast and you know it's been pretty nice for me the last couple of weeks as a Warriors fan you know Marcus and I kind of predicted the future and getting that Warriors prediction correct unfortunately the world has decided not to return to normal like Marcus and I had predicted on that front as well but we're it's, it's trying but I want to welcome in a couple of guests as we are starting our NFL divisional breakdown. We're going to break down every division. We'll look at all the teams. And today is the NFC North. And I have my two Packers insiders, basically, is what I so call them. I've got... Justin Marvel from hashtag This Just In, and I have my friend Dwayne Marcus from GTP Marcus. Go talk,
1: gentlemen. How are we doing? Aaron Rodgers hasn't been traded yet, right?
0: As of as of now, he was he was it looked like he was enjoying life in Tahoe in the American Century Golf Tournament with all the celebs.
1: Well, then life is good once Aaron Rodgers is still in tune, and for however long that is probably two years,
2: so yeah. Life's good, I'm just really tired, I'm extremely exhausted, but here, here I am,
1: I guess.
0: Well, so basically, from what I'm <laughs> hearing, Marcus is going to be half asleep by halfway through the show, so that'll be fine, <laughs> um, Wait, I, will be, I will just be muting Marcus throughout and removing his screen and we'll, Justin and I will be doing the show as a duo instead. <laughs>
1: I think by the time that we get to Chicago or Detroit, Mark, yeah, Dwayne's going to be calling. Yeah, what, what was this? And you really sh- you really should be sleeping well, with him. The whole be point quick. is
0: that Detroit and Chicago are so irrelevant right now that it won't be a part of that anyway. So the conversation will be very quick and painless at, in that front because we'll just be discussing how ugly it's going to be for those two teams. So
2: It's possible. But, it's possible.
0: <laughs> but without further ado, let's jump in, gentlemen. Let's look at your guys' Green Bay Packers. The biggest news is that Aaron Rodgers is, as Justin mentioned, still there. It does change on a minute-to-minute basis, it feels like, with Aaron, depending on what he's feeling or what he wants to tell Pat McAfee, uh, depending on his mood and feelings. Uh, But the bigger story is that there is no more Devontae Adams because of the Aaron Rodgers situation. It felt like that relationship has kind of fallen off of the rails. Once it came to Aaron decided to take the money instead of trying to help Devonte get his extension to stay. Devontae is now in Vegas. But the Packers have made a couple other decent moves this offseason. Gentlemen, now Justin, let's start with you. You've got your Packers helmet, your Packers jersey on. What are we going to see from Green Bay this year? What are the
1: expectations? I think the expectations always have to be, you know, title or bust once. 12 has on his jersey. That's always been reality since he's – since what, year two or year three of his time at starting? It's always been championship or bust uh, for us in Green Bay. Um, I will push back a bit, though, Blaine. I think Devontae left The more and more you hear – the more and more I get the sense that Devontae left for two reasons. One was because of what was how he thought the front office perceived him during the season in terms of not doing contract negotiations during the season and waiting towards the end, like prioritizing, getting Aaron Rodgers back. And two, it seems like he really just wanted to be back home or close to family. It really does seem so. And the relationship between him and Rodgers, I think it's still good, it's still strong. Like, you've seen them in the offseason. I think you've even been golfing together. But sorry to go on a tangent. Um, what you will see, I mean, it's tight or a bus. I think they're going to win the NFC North again. Like, shocker. And it's going probably at the very worst, maybe the third best record in the entire NFC. But what you will see, Bleem, what you can expect is, I think, a shift in philosophy where the Packers are concerned. We're used to seeing this high powered offense led by 12. But since Matt LaFleur has come, you're seeing more of a ground game. That is what that offense is predicated on um, the Mike Shanahan uh, running zone scheme offense. So, and through the drafts of recent, you've seen what the Packers really intend to become under Brian see general manager. Every single year, it is one or multiple first round picks on defense. so you can start with from as far back as Kenny Clark. You go out to Rashawn Gary, um, Jair Alexander. Now, you know, Quay Walker, um, Eric Stokes last year. I think what you're going to see is not exactly the prolific offense that we're accustomed to. It is going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of running the ball to control the clock. And I think, and here is the one hot take I have tonight. I think you are going to see a top five defense out of the green bay packers this season.
0: All right, so let me just counter what you're trying to say here with this top five defense nonsense because basically <laughs> it's not the green bay packers, it's the georgia packers because everything they draft is coming out of the university of georgia basically. Especially no. with two more picks this year and then if we're talking about stokes last year. Do the it, they don't have a they don't have linebackers. That's that, their no, oh, 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 oh,
1: that's, that's not just true. that's
2: categorically false. Actually, I that that, the that in, can... the Campbell,
1: in the middle. Andre and Campbell was a second all team pro last season. After we picked him up on the street as an inside linebacker, and we just 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 drafted, um, think uh one of the Georgia kids that you just mentioned, Quay Walker. Like that, I and when Quay Walker is going to be playing on the edge, man. Let's be honest. No, because we have Rashawn Gary and um. Preston Smith on the edge. He's going to be playing the other linebacker, the Will linebacker. I, Walker honestly, was a
0: specialist at Georgia for his pass rush.
1: I I am not doubting you. I'm just telling you how they expect to use him. Because even when they, you hear him in the interviews within the Packers organization, the person's name he keeps bringing up over and over and over again is our inside linebacker Devondre Campbell. He said how much he's learning from him, how much he has, you know, grown from being next to him or talking to him, et cetera, et cetera. You will see him next to Devondre Campbell on the inside. I am going to see Preston Smith and um, Rashawn Gary on the outside.
0: Okay. And then my, the next thing would be the issue with you guys was also the secondary. I know Jair was hurt. How do you guys factor in, especially it was the slot corners where you guys were getting burnt heavily was, was when you had the third corner in there on the slot.
1: I'm um, doing one of those things I've been talking so much.
2: Well, you've been you've been doing a really good job, so I think I'll just sit here and wait my turn. That's just oh. fine. I, I I prefer to follow up and talk about all the, the, the things that Justin has stated wrong anyway. So let's just keep it coming so I can okay. just get it all out the way.
0: So, right. so well, Marcus is all about his Packers, but he just doesn't want – he wants to not mitigate and give credit to Justin's comments.
2: Well, sure. Yeah, well, let's get the, it all out well, the way. I'll, I'll follow up. That's fine.
1: Put his slot corner – I don't know, but I think no. you're going to see again you have a wealth of talent now at the position because you drafted Eric Stokes last year. Jair Alexander returns, and at the very worst, I think he's a top-five corner in this league. And then on top of that, you forget, oh my gosh, uh, Rasul Douglas, the season that he had last year. So it is a wealth of talent now. Somebody's going to have to shift to the slot position, uh, whether that be uh, Rasul Douglas or whether that be Jair Alexander. I don't know. I do not see Eric Stokes manning that. Jair Alexander, all three of these are outside corners. I have a suspicion that it's probably going to be the best of the three that may have to spend time at this slot just because of his ability and his versatility, and that would be Jair Alexander. But I think you are now mentioning a position of strength in the Green Bay Packers when you're talking about Eric Stokes, you're talking about Jair Alexander, and also Rasul Douglas. We saw the season that he had. You may be talking about the strongest part of this Green Bay roster,
0: Marcus. What do you got? Lay it on me. You said you didn't. You weren't agreeing with what Justin was putting down.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, Justin's always been a pretty pretty negative guy. I mean, Justin, Justin had like Aaron Rodgers leaving Green Bay two and a half years ago, so it's, it's, it's. I mean, there, there's a couple of things. Number one, um, this is going to be a top five offense. I mean, it, it's hard. It's hard to have. A
0: top a few, five a
2: offense. The, the, there is potential. There is top five offensive potential. Yeah, we're okay. There is no Devontae Adams short, and there's no Marcus Valdez-Gantling short. You still got Alan Lazard, right? You're bringing Christian Watson. You have Randall Cobb. There's a trust factor there with uh with Aaron Rodgers. You have one of the better backfield duos in the league And in Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, both of whom can catch balls out of the backfield. We're getting Robert Tunney in the back, who is one of the best tight ends from twenty to end zone in the league right now. Um the the offense isn't I mean the offense the offense is going to take a step back Uh, this is still going to be a run heavy offense which it's what it's been despite Devontae Adams being on the on the field with Aaron Rodgers as far as Devontae Adams' relationship with Aaron Rodgers well I don't doubt that they're still good friends let's not ignore Devontae Adams' words for what they were he Devontae Adams explicitly said that one of the main reasons why he left Green Bay to go to Las Vegas was because of the uncertainty surrounding Aaron Rodgers' future, and he didn't like that, so he left. That I mean, it's just, sure, you want to be close to family, you want to go play with your buddy uh, uh, Derek Carr. I have no doubt that those factors as well. But we're talking about the best receiver in football playing with a first ballot Hall of Famer, and if Aaron Rodgers leaves, you know, he's going to be catching ball from Jordan Love. That's not what Devontae wants to do. Devontae wants to compete for a championship. So, and 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 he said that that, that that's straight from the horse's mouth. Not that Devontae Adams
1: is a no, horse, right. but that, so that, then, that's that, what he said. Wait, wait. Right, so that doesn't mean that. So, because what Blaine was saying, Blaine was saying that he felt that there is a deterioration with the with, with the relationship. So basically, you are saying he didn't want to be there because Aaron Rodgers might not be there, and that's completely well, different. That it, no, that's exactly no, that's exactly what Devonta
0: about Devontae about right, no, Rodgers. That Devontae because of. The issue of what Marcus. Is, is
2: what about. No, that is what Blaine said. Blaine said that Devontae Adams left to go to Vegas because of the uncertainty surrounding Aaron Rodgers' oh, long-term well, future in Green Bay. Oh, sorry. I um, well, misunderstood that. But yeah. So, there's,
1: that, that's awesome. I mean, there, there's, no,
2: there, there, there's no doubt that they're still buddies. I mean, we, we see them play golf. We've seen them play golf a couple times in the past couple of scenes. So that's number one. Number two, um... I agree with you. I do think this is going to be a top five defense. We're talking about a lot of talent. I don't think the secondary is going to be the strength. I think actually the front seven is going to be the strength. I mean, this is – aren't many front sevens in football that can combat what Green Bay has with the front seven where you're talking about D-line and middle linebacker – or and, and linebacking core. Um, Rashawn Gary, I think, is going to have a breakout season. Could be potentially I'm, – I'm not saying he will be, but it's possible that maybe we see Deshaun – Rashawn Gary have such a good season defensively this season that maybe he's a dark horse for defensive player of the year. Um, I, I think the additions of the Georgia Bulldogs defensively will be nice. You still got Devon J. Campbell, you still have Rasul Douglas. The one issue I have with this defense is that Kevin King is still on the payroll. I don't know why the Green Bay Packers. I knew Kevin so. King was going to be a Kevin part King.
1: of this show, but <laughs> aside from that, de-
2: yeah, that, that's not the point. He's getting paid, and that's unacceptable. Um, I mean, by and large, the team. If, if we're being realistic the Green Bay Packers are still going to be a really good football team the one issue and the biggest issue I have is that Justin much like every other Green Bay Packers fan and and most other fans that are most other NFL football people that are fans of historic franchises we have to be we, let's give rid to this title or bus nonsense all right it's it's out the window. Well, let's, let's just be completely honest. The Green Bay Packers aren't winning a title ever again. It's, it's going to be a long time before we see the Green Bay Packers win a title. Like, it's going to be a really long time. And you're making this face, but in the last 16 playoff games that Aaron Rodgers has played, he's seven and nine. Like, the, the home foot advantage that existed back when you were a young buck and back when football was in black and white just doesn't exist anymore in Green Bay. It, it just doesn't. All right, and I love Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is fantastic. I love the offense. I love Matt LaFleur. I love what's going on in Green Bay offensively and defensively. This is not a championship team. It's just not. This is a team that has a 33% chance to make it to the Super Bowl. That's if they can get past the Rams and the Bucks, And then they've got 25% chance because if the 49ers sneak into the playoffs, who knows? Then you're staring down, what, maybe the Chiefs? are talking about the Bengals, the – the, the the Bills, the 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 Ravens, maybe the, the there's just too many good young quarterbacks with really good teams offensively that I think are going to be better than Packers this season. So um let's get rid of this title of bust nonsense. That's why we always end up in a slew of depression after the offseason, Justin, is because we have these so but, we, we set these high expectations. This isn't a title of bust season. This this can't be a title of bust season. It makes no sense for this to be a title of bust season when the team has regressed. Like if if we're being real if we're being realistic, the team that's going that is stepping onto the field this season is not better than the team that we put on the field in week one. It's just not. So this isn't a title of the bus season. It, it can't be a title of the bus season when you've lost the best receiver in football and you've also lost a very reliable receiver as well. I still think the offense will be great, but to say this is a title bus season is just absurd and it's unrealistic. Because even if the Packers do get out of the NFC, are the Packers gonna are we really gonna say the Packers have a strong chance of being the Bills in the Super Bowl? I don't think so. Uh, are they gonna be the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? I don't think so. And it's not me being like a Debbie Downer like Justin is all the time. It's God, me God just being realistic. Stables,
1: Debbie here. It's
2: it's this is no th- there's a difference between being negative and being realistic. Like, this is the reality of the situation. The Buffalo Bills are the best team in football. That's a fact. Josh Allen's the best quarterback in football. That's also a fact. Like th- th- there is no they are there. Are facts? There, there is not one quarterback in football, and I know we're Packers fans, and it might this is a tough pill for you to swallow. I get it, but I don't have to be a part Josh of the Packers Josh Allen, that's Josh Allen. At this point, at this point, heading into this season, is going to have a better season, than Aaron Rodgers. Like we need to recognize that they, 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 he, he's what, going to throw, team? he's going to he. The only thing, the only thing that Aaron Rodgers will do better than Josh Allen is touchdown interception ratio. That's because he does it better than everyone all the time. Aside from that, I still expect Josh Allen to throw for more yards. I still expect Josh Allen to throw for more touchdowns. Like I, I, we're talking about the Buffalo bills being a really good team. Offensively, a really good team defensively. They're probably the only team in football right now in, aside from the Rams that have a legitimate shot of being a top five offense and a top five defense to say that the Packers is a title of the bus, I think is just extremely unrealistic. And it's setting ourselves up for failure because come December or January, whether it's in, whether it's an, uh, 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 an exit that a loss in the playoffs that we shouldn't have in, in, in a game, we shouldn't have lost like the 49ers last season or, or a devastating loss. where We're just on the cusp of back to the Super Bowl like in the 2020 or 2019 NFC championship at the end of the day, come Super Bowl Sunday, Justin, you and I are going to be sitting at home doing preview shows and the Packers won't be on the show flow.
1: Like, that's just the reality that we have to accept. But here's the thing, though. So I'm going to push back. No, like the reality situation, you don't give Aaron Rodgers that three year contract, one hundred and fifty million dollars. Plus, if you were thinking, they'll, let's just play this out to the end of his career. No, you that's do That's not that- true either. That's not necessarily true. Oh, would, would you rather field Jordan Love you, or Aaron Rodgers? I let you, I let you go, so I'm gonna continue now. The first, the you. first of
2: very few times ever, well, in, in, in our time well, knowing here, each other here. that you've done
1: that. So here we go. You don't give Aaron Rodgers that contract if you're telling yourself you're not going all in to win a title. Yes, Devontae Adams is gone, and I'm not gonna tell you this team is not regressed over the last two seasons, but we are you're only looking at one side of the football. So, Devontae Adams is gone. Marquez Valdez-Canton is gone. There's no doubt about that. And as I said, the philosophy has to change. The reality of the situation is you've gotten better on the other side of the football. There's three sides of the football here. You've gotten better defensively by the fact that Jair Alexander is going to play football. That, that alone makes you better defensively. Quay Walker, and I don't know why I'm not, I keep forgetting the other Georgia Bulldog that we dropped in the first round. You Dante have White. There you go. You've added those two to key areas that you had problems. Like the biggest weakness of that Packers defense was up the front stopping the run. So now you've put somebody big next to Kenny Clark on top of another inside linebacker next to Devondre Campbell in Quay Walker. So immediately your defense is going to get better. And on top of that, the best left tackle in football is returning in terms of David Battiari plus his inside mate, um, Elton Jenkins, which formed the best left side. In terms of um, running the football on that offensive lane. All of these players are set to return. So yes, we've lost Devontae. I'm uh, sorry, yeah, you've you've lost Devontae Adams. But oh the biggest addition, I think not made up is the third time the football was. Oh, Sammy where we Watkins? Lost. <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah, whatever. The biggest addition where where we lost that San Francisco game was all on special teams because all 13 points you can point to a special teams disaster, you're getting the best special teams coach in all of football as you're uh, you know uh, uh, leading that team, leading that unit. You're going to automatically get better there. So, yes, you've lost Devontae Adams, but does that mean, and on top, you just said, we're also getting back Robert Tunyon. I'm not here to tell you that the Green Bay Packers are the best team in football, but through, what, the entire regular season, none of us said that Los Angeles Rams were the best team in football either, and they won the Super Bowl. When you get to the playoffs, it is a one-and-done situation. Any t- situation, any number can play. And I'm saying for the moment that Aaron Rodgers plays football for the Green Bay Packers, with the money he's getting and all these defensive pieces that you've brought in, you're not playing Rich Passaccia that much money to be your special teams coordinator. Not even your head coach. You're not playing Rick Pink, sorry, Rich Passaccia all that money to be your special teams coordinator. If indeed your ethos, and this is the words of Aaron Rodgers, brand good at cuts I'm on the floor if your ethos this season is not title or bust Okay, like, so it, once I, again you've
2: missed the point that I was making I haven't denied any of the things that you're saying I'm not saying the Packers are gonna come out here and stink up the joint of course not I didn't say obviously that let me finish obviously you put Aaron Rodgers on the field and it means that listen th- th- <laughs> we we do this all the time especially the quarterback position I was just talking about this with the 49ers right you have two options here you have a first ballot hall of famer and you have a guy that's played two games professionally in two years.
0: And the only course, player that was drafted not, by the team on the offensive of course, side of the ball. Of like
2: course you're going day. to pay the back-to-back MVP over the guy that's only played two games in the NFL since he's well, been that's, drafted.
1: So that's, 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 that's not necessary. That fair. You, you could just rebuild.
2: Justin. You, you laid out this, this, everything that you just said was about the, was centered around you bring back Aaron Rodgers so that you can win a championship. I'm not yep. denying that. I'm, I understand that Aaron Rodgers is the best chance we have at winning a championship. Just like Russell Wilson was the best chance Seattle had at winning a championship. Just like, and whether they want to admit it or not, just like Jimmy Garoppolo's the best shot that the 49ers have at winning a championship. I can go on and on and on and on. That's not what I'm talking about. What I am saying is, when you look at the Green Bay Packers and we look at what they've done over the last three seasons, I get it. Okay. Three consecutive seasons of 13 wins and uh, of 13 wins. And it's resulted in a whole bunch of nothing. It, it, it resulted in nothing. It's resulted in two losses in the NFC championship game. One of which was, was a blowout and a loss in the division round last year in a game that we should not have lost. What I am saying is every season we're, we're starting to get to this point now. And I hate to say this because I don't like to say this, but like, we're starting to get to this point as Packers fans, we're starting to sound a little bit like Cowboys fans a little bit, where it's like, it's like title or bust every year. And all I'm saying is it is unrealistic to have title expectations for a football team that has regressed offensively as much as the Green Bay Packers have regressed offensively. And you just yourself admitted that you don't think that the Green Bay Packers are going to be this offensive powerhouse that we've been for the last three seasons. That matters when you're talking about Forget the AFC for a second. I know there are only really three good teams in the NFC, but you're talking about an NFC conference that is stacked offensively. You're talking about the Los Angeles Rams. You're talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Obviously you're looking at the Packers, you're looking at potentially the Eagles being really good offensively of the season. The saints have a potential to be really good offense this season as well. The Minnesota Vikings could be a, are likely going to be a really good offense in the NFC as well. Okay. On the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. The Buccaneers, that's a championship defense, the Rams championship defense. You're talking about the saints have a really good defense. They've been top five, top seven the past three seasons. So this isn't, this isn't a situation where like last season heading into the season, clearly it made perfect sense to say, Oh yeah, it's title or bust for the green Bay Packers. That's not the case this season. And to say that it's not me being negative. It's not me being a Debbie downer. It's not even being harsh. It's just, speaking the truth and the truth is while of course the packers are the best team in the division they're at best the third best team in the conference and if you're talking about the entire football league in general including the afc i'm hard pressed to put the packers in the top five football teams in the nfl right now and there's only four teams i think have a legitimate shot of making it to the super bowl right now so what i'm saying did you is- have the
1: bank did you have bangles as one of those last season
2: no you didn't comparing so the ben- being- whoa Whoa, 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 whoa. Now let me respond to that. No, let me answer your question. Let me answer your question. You ask me cut answer. No, I didn't. But you comparing the Bengals last season to the Packers this season is the laziest hey. take you've ever had because the Bengals entering last season hadn't had any moniker of success ever. We called them the Bungles for crying out loud. They sucked. They, they, they didn't have a championship anything. That is not the same thing as a team that has been there, that has been held to championship expectations and has consistently failed for the last, really the better part of a decade now, but if we're being more recent, just so the last three seeing, years.
1: So you're seeing it. So back up because you're missing my point. I am not telling you the Packers are title favorites. I'm not that crazy. I didn't I'm say you said you, that. You said it's right, title or bust. And I'm saying putting exactly, this... And when, when they it can't be it, title or bust if this isn't... This right, roster... For no. them, when they put together that roster, for them, when they take the field, it is title or bust. Like, they're not going When you're talking about out. title or bust, to me, because I think clearly
2: we have two different Definition. definitions of title so you or guys bust. Have two okay. Different definitions. When we're talking, when I say title or bust, I'm looking at teams that either have a lot to prove, or B are foolproof. There is no questions. There are only three teams in football, four teams in football that don't have any questions concerning. How great they'll be this season! It's the defending Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams, because they're still going to be good offensively. They'll still be great defensively. It's the Cincinnati Bengals who were also in the Super Bowl last season because they improved at the one place that you swore up and down they wouldn't, which was their biggest need. And while they got better in their division, everyone else in their division got worse. So they're a foolproof team. They got their. their I know there's some issues with Jesse Bates right now, but by and large, that's a really good defense, a really good offense, and they were there last season. They're proven. The Buffalo Bills, as I mentioned, the best team in football. They are a foolproof. They have, like I said earlier, potential to be top five and top top five offensively and defensively. Off the top of my head, the last team to do that was New Orleans Saints in Drew Brees' last season a couple years ago. The fourth team would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because they brought back Tom Brady. They still have pretty much Everybody on the roster that won the championship for them two years ago, except for Rob Gronkowski. But they've got Cameron Brake coming into the lineup. They still got Chris Godwin. They still have Mike Evans. They still have the running back room. They still have the offense line and the defense as well. Those are the only four teams, if we're being honest, that have no questions about them offensively, defensively, or coaching. Every other team in football has a question. And we could just run down the list. And we've been talking about it the entire offseason. And you and I have said it so many times, it's getting redundant. Everyone says, oh, well, what's the offense going to look like without Devontae Adams? Now, we know in 11 games without Devontae Adams, the Packers are undefeated under Aaron Rodgers. But we're not going to go 17-0 this season. Something's bound to give. We're talking about a, a lot of new faces in the wide receiver room. That's a question. As great as the defense is, are Quez Watkins and Devontae Wyatt going to be able to fit in and produce the way that we as fans expect them to this season on such a quick uh, it's such a quick rate to bolster the championship defense. That's a question. The Cowboys have questions. The Vikings have questions. Every other team in the NFC has questions outside of Buccaneers and Rams. Every other team in the AFC has questions outside of outside of Bills and, and, and Bengals. And so what I'm saying is, if I'm talking about a title of bust, I'm looking at the, the only teams in football that are bona fide Super Bowl contenders. And right now, the Green Bay Packers heading into this season are not Super Bowl contenders. You bring up the Bengals is different. That comes from them not having proven anything the Packers we do this all the time going into the we, we've done this for the last right, at least Bart, four or no five that,
1: years of talking about title or bust you know, so I'm gonna answer no. like
2: title I or wasn't, bust
1: for me right but, okay Justin's
0: definition is that Aaron Rodgers is on the roster so the expectation no, for the definition, team should me.
1: be Super Bowl or bust no that's, that's not, not the big definition is. when a team has a title or a bust mentality right it is either we've been a title and I mean when you say title or bust This comes from the organization outward. I don't mean fans' expectations. So when that team hits the field, right, meaning the Green Bay Packers, for this 2022 season, anything short of a title for them is a disappointment, and that's reality situation. That's only view in you it. FS okay, right. That that's that, no. That's you, not the you, case.
2: No, it is. You don't play football or you, you don't, don't play mean, basketball without wanting finish. to win a championship. Hold on. And you just interrupted me before do, I was done. You that, don't. You don't get into this business to win if you're not trying to win a championship. That's how it that's works. Not true. These people it get paid. Doesn't matter if you're do a think think
0: small market team or not because do you they are still the a Detroit team in the NFL because they want to win
1: a championship. Come on, guys. Do you think? Honestly, the Detroit Lions and Chicago Bears, and this this division alone, are thinking that they're going to win a championship this twenty-two. They may tell that's their not players. What I, that's not they. what
2: either me or so, Brian. That, that's not what me, or, not Blaine what saying. Saying what me or Blaine just said. What me or Blaine just said is you don't get into this business if winning a championship isn't but on your mind. Justin, Justin, we've been saying that the Packers are Super
1: Bowl or bust for Can the past talk? ten years. Can they blast it? Talk, Jesus Christ, is this a one man show? This is this a soliloquy? If the there are teams <laughs> that have. This as is the Green, on the final. The whistle. Green Bay Packers are in their mind, in their house. When you talk about the Chicago Bears, their front office right now is not telling themselves, we are going into 2022 to win a title. The head coach does not have that feeling. The The, the front office does not have that feeling. The Green Bay Packers, right now, as constituted, whether you want to put them in the top 10 teams or not, however we feel as fans or not, the ethos within the building is. Either we win a title or this is another wasted season. We can talk about the Buffalo Bills, all of these other teams for our remote, and that is fine. These teams are legit or probably better than the Green Bay Packers. That is not the argument. A title or bust season comes from the organization, and the organization with the team and the payroll that they put out there are telling themselves, and I'm not asking you, I'm telling you, the organization is telling themselves right now, if the Packers do not win the Super Bowl, whether we feel they can or not, it is a wasted season. And that is the definition of title or bust. The Green Bay Packers view the 2022 season and every single season that Aaron Rodgers has remaining on his contract as title or bust. You think that they were happy last season losing in the uh, in the individual realm? No. Do you think that they were I satisfied? I never said they were. Right. But do you think they were satisfied losing in back-to-back NFC title games. No, say they won because their aspirations are to win a title, and if they don't, it is a disappointment for every single man in the franchise, and that's okay. all. And ag- and again, like
2: me and Blaine said, you don't get into the world of sports. sports. I don't care if you're a golfer, a swimmer, a basketball player. I don't care if you play rugby. I don't care if you play cricket. I don't care if you play billiards. I don't care what you play. You're not, you're not putting on a uniform or putting in all these hours of reps in sports if you're not trying to win a championship. The Memphis Grizzlies, who had a long shot to win the championship, were devastated to not win the championship this past season. The That's Minnesota not true. Timber. The, the, the Memphis Minnesota Grizzlies Tim- look
1: at last season
2: as, as a success. The Memphis Grizzlies looked at the season as a success. Justin, I didn't say that they didn't. See, now you're putting words in my mouth. I didn't say they didn't. You so they just mentioned. Let me finish, and I'll tell you. What you just said is, if you're in a position to win a championship and you don't do that, that then becomes disappointing. You think Ja Morant and Jaron Jackson and Dylan Brooks and all those guys in Memphis went home after losing the Golden State Warriors and said, oh, well, at least we got to the second round in the Western round Finals? No, they were in the playoffs. They had a chance to win a championship. They're, they're devastated they're head by
1: head that. Watch. So hold on. Do you think their general manager head coach view their season as a disappointment? And the answer is I no. Didn't, I didn't say that they but, did. What Good I am what saying is
0: saying that if you get What I'm business, saying is when you get into
2: this business, business, you are getting into the business to a missing championship. Days, you're missing Let point. me finish. No, you just blasted both of us for not letting you finish. It's my turn. What I'm saying is, whether cuz you want to talk about the Lions and the Bears. Let's talk about the Lions and the Bears. Neither of us believe this cuz I think the Bears are going to be the worst team in football this season. Well, let's I, just, let's I just agree. Let's I just throw this hypothetical out cautious. here. Let's just throw this hypothetical out here, Justin, and 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 I want you to really sit here and listen to me, okay? The Bears stink. Absolutely, the Bears think. Let's just say, though, for by some act of God, the Chicago Bears are in the 2022 playoffs. You don't think from the moment they step fo- the foot on the field in the playoffs that they're not now trying to gun for the Super Bowl? Yes, That's not because argument. once you make... Okay, so what I am saying is... I'm not denying the point that heading into the season, there are teams that obviously have championships on their mind heading into the season. But I'm also saying there is a section of teams like the Philadelphia Eagles last season, like the Jacksonville Jaguars in 2017, like the like the, like the, uh, like the Minnesota Vikings in 2017. There are teams that aren't focused on a Super Bowl at the start of week one. But in the event they get it, and they find themselves in a position where they can win a championship and they don't do it, they go home disappointed it doesn't there are no not my, there are but that's not my i'm argument. not i'm not saying that that is your argument but what yes, i'm but, saying is what i'm saying is when you're talking about the disappointment of a season the disappointment of a season varies from team to team and it varies from situation because exactly. here's the thing okay because here's the thing the chicago bears this season can view if they don't make the playoffs an eight win season as success but here's exactly. the thing if the Chicago, if the Chicago Bears make it into the playoffs, you can bet your bottom dollar they're going to be disappointed if their playoff run doesn't but result in a championship. That is the fact. That argument. is a fact of life that comes with sports. So what I'm saying is, while you can have the perception, or while or while the organization can have the perception entering week one that it's title or bust, what I'm saying right now is having a title or bust expectation from the offset when you don't when you don't really know what Christian Watson is going to look like against. Guys, like the elite of the elite in the secondary, when you don't exactly know what Wyatt and Walker are going to do, as rookies defensively, when you don't exactly know if Robert Tunney can truly stay healthy this offseason, given that he's coming off of an ACL injury, when you don't really know what the chemistry is going to be like between Alan Lazard or Amari Rodgers or or, or Randall Cobb or Sammy Watkins with uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Look, the training camp stuff sounds beautiful. Trust me, every time I read it, I smile. It makes me happy. I love it. I want to see a Super Bowl, despite what I'm saying. Trust me, and you know this. I want to see the Lombardi Trophy come back to Green Bay. You know I want that. But what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, just because the expectation is how of the bus right now that is what you expect from a from a roster that is constructed in such a way with the history that the Green Bay Packers have the San Francisco 49 fans and I was just on a show just the other yes yesterday actually the San Francisco 49ers fans expect this season to be titled the bus. Why? Just the San Francisco 49ers and they have the history. The Pittsburgh Steelers, there are a lot of fans in Pittsburgh that think, oh yeah, maybe we can a championship this season. Why? Because it's Pittsburgh. We but sit I, and we talk, we clown the Dallas Cowboys all the time about the Cowboys thinking it's championship or bus because it's the Dallas I Cowboys. Should, and what I'm i I think they
1: have a type of our bus aspirations, they can understand way too.
2: It's it's possible, but, but what I'm saying is a championship expectations vary as the season wanes on. And all I'm saying is right now, because of all the questions that are surrounding the team it's, I think it's too soon to put a official title or bust stamp on this season. That's all I'm saying, because we can get out there the first half of the season or throughout the course of the season. And the offense stinks without Devontae Adams. It's possible. You and I don't think that that's going to happen, but it's possible. And so what I'm saying is until we get these questions answered for me, I'm not going to say it's championship or nothing because we've been doing that for the last five to seven years. And it's resulted in all Packer fans around the world Falling into a slew yeah, of depression but from 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 January to September. It, that's just how that that's all I'm saying. I'm not disagreeing I, I, with I, I, you. I'm just saying just, we should uh, pump the brakes on go, our expectations.
0: This is living yeah,
1: up, well, we right. got three other teams, so yeah, go ahead. We got ahead, three bro. other
0: teams, and I knew the Packers were going to be a hot take. I didn't know you two were going to be going for each other's throats tonight. I didn't know. I, I know this. It's is all like love a-
2: with me and Justin, but it happens all the time. He's got such a, he's got such a an antiquated view on things. Cause he's up there in
0: age. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe it's
2: maybe I'm bright eyed and bushy or what, but there's always a, always something. There's always a point of contingency.
0: All right, gentlemen, let's jump to the team that finished second in the division, even though we may be coming back to green Bay at some point, because this conversation has been incredible, but let's look at the Minnesota Vikings. We know who's at quarterback. It's captain Kirk for another year. As a Washington fan, thank God he's not with us because I despise somebody really? who's there, even though I. So you
2: take you take right Commander out. Carson over Kirk Cousins.
0: Interesting. I would, be think, I would take Kirk Cousins over Commander Carson. That's not what. I, that's not what you I, just said. I literally said, just though. threw up in my mouth saying that. That's, not,
2: that's not. what you just said, though. You just said, "Thank God he's not in Washington."
0: As mm. well, that, that just goes to show how bad we are going to be. So that's for another show. <laughs> but <laughs>
2: please bring me on that show so I can talk about your. Please, please. <laughs>
0: All right, so again, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, the offense is always high-flying with Minnesota. And we think that their offenses could arguably be top five, as Marcus has already said on this episode. But the real question mark comes from the defensive side of the ball, where they are absolutely horrendous and inconsistent. They did bring in Darius Smith, who was actually formerly in Green Bay, who is coming off of an injury. What do we see with Minnesota, Marcus? I know a lot of their games were one possession, but it doesn't sure, matter yeah. when you're playing a game that's roughly 35-30 and they're trying to outscore everyone when Kirk Cousins yeah. is your quarterback. So talk to me. Well,
2: I mean, just real. Quick, this is the thing, right? So, so the Vikings won what eight games last season, just like the strength of their yep, offense. And, and I don't, off the top, and I, I have my, I have my rankings pulled up, and just looking here, they're the only team in. They are one of, not the only team. They are one of um, two or three teams, I think, on my list here that have a top. 15 running back wide receiver and quarterback by my estimation that's just at a quick glance at, Can you at make my the argument they might at have two top
0: 15 wide receivers
2: you could make that argument that they have two 15 15 wide receivers but I think Kirk Cousins is top 15 at his position I think dobbin Cook is absolutely top 15 in his position and I think that Justin Jefferson undeniably is top 15 in fact he's top three um he's, he's number two to be more specific but defense the defense is fine um it'll be an okay defense it's just old Um, that is the, that's the issue. Yeah. There, there, there's a lot of age on this defense and I think that is the issue when you're looking at some of the better defenses in the league, right? So we're talking about, you know, the, the bills are talking about the Packers as me and Justin talked about earlier. We're talking about the Rams. There are a lot of defenses that are, that are filled with a, with a healthy balance of youth and veterans, right? The Vikings don't have that. Um, I believe the youngest player on our defense is, that, that'll be a starter. So the youngest player on their starting 11, I believe, is 28. I don't know who it is, but I think the youngest player on their starting 11 is 28 years old. They'll probably start um,
0: that rookie scene, though, out of...
2: The- they, they probably will start the rookie that they drafted. But, if, so, I don't know exactly how how well this defense is going to be able to keep up with the Green Bay Packers offense. How are they going to be able to keep up with the Los Angeles Rams offense? Um, like... That that's the difference. So I think they'll be right back where they were last season. Well, all of their games that they win will be off the strength of their offense alone. We we saw the Detroit Lions on the back stretch of the season make them make the defense look silly, and their quarterback is Jared Goff. So if you struggle against the Lions' just, offense, on, I don't know. You
0: brought up the play that just drives me bonkers in football, which was happened in that game. Can someone tell me how you start your defensive backs five yards into the end zone? Because somebody just tell me that. On you're you have to have to get 20 yards at the end of the game not and there's a quick smart. in route and they it's catch the ball right at the goal line because they're five yards smart. into the end zone. Like it's how not, bad they're not smart.
2: I think if you were gonna poach someone off of uh off of off of anyone's anything, it should have been a defensive coordinator, not the OC. That's no disrespect to Kevin O'Connell, but they don't have offensive problems, they have defensive problems, and, and they're gonna still have defensive problems
1: this season. Um so it's weird you brought up that play and it's weird that that happened because Mike Zimmer is known as one of the best defensive back slash secondary coaches that's been around like everly. That's what Mike Zimmer's claim to fame is. So it was weird to watch that as well. Um, I think that this is a playoff contender. Uh, I don't expect that. And Their primary concern on defense is actually stopping run. I do not expect them to be that bad again. I think they're what, like bottom five in terms of yards, and like bottom three in terms of yards per carry. They're like four eight. They're horrendous. They can't stop. They were, they were bad again. They can't stop. And I do not foresee them being that. bad. obviously, Kevin O'Connell's calling is on the offensive side of the ball. And I'm going to get to that shortly. I don't foresee them being that 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 bad, on uh, in terms of stopping the run, and. Reality is the only one team in division right now that can take advantage of any of the Green Bay Packers because of how the other team's philosophies are going forward in that division. Um, If they get a healthy Zadarius Smith or 80% Zadarius Smith, which is probably what they're angling for because they don't know if he's ever going to be fully healthy again, um, he is, I think, one of the most underrated and also versatile defenders because not only is he primarily a pass rusher, But he's a guy that can, you know, stop and run. I like his name, say Preston Smith. Uh, No shots at my guy Preston. But anyway, like, I think, and also, I think primary problem with Minnesota beyond just the defense was the fact that Mike Zimmer is a defensive-minded head coach. And the reason I say that, defensive-minded head coaches tend to be very conservative in play calling and in terms of going for it and relying on kickers. And as we've known and watched Minnesota over the last five years, I don't think there is a one particular team who has had the misfortune of game-winning or game-losing kicks quite like the Minnesota Vikings. And with Kevin O'Connell and the last two years, I don't think there was a team that played more three wide receiver sets than the Los Angeles Rams. And Kevin O'Connell just happened to be their offensive coordinator. I think you're going to see this team open up a lot more. And it is amazing the production, the historic production, two-year production that we've gotten from Justin Jefferson, despite this being a run-first, very conservative team. That's what Mike Zimmer did. Run, try to play a defense, which team couldn't, but run ball first, limit possessions and win games, and that's why they lost so many one-score games. I do not foresee that happening a lot with these Minnesota Vikings. I don't see them losing all the one-score games that they've had over the last two seasons, and they could very well, and it's going to paying me to say this because I don't really like them. I could see them winning the division quite comfortably because they don't have the strength of schedule that we... In fact, actually, that's not true. I think we have tied for the same same strength of schedule going forward. I could see them potentially winning the NFC North if things break for them in certain ways because as Dwayne mentioned, you have Justin Jefferson, you have Adam Thielen. If you can get a healthy Dalvin Cup for most of the season, which is certainly not always the case, yeah, you're going to have a very prolific offense, and you just have to be able to stop the run sometimes. and run some things. And, yeah, this team could honestly win the division or win the game in the playoffs.
0: So that's – I don't know if Minnesota, for me, it's just that this defense has been historically bad. Like where like, – like as you guys said, like bottom five in every category, right? They just – can't stop anything. And then you bring in an offensive mind coach in O'Connell, which I think honestly might be a hindrance because you're bringing in a completely new system, right? Even though it's it's the system is suited for Cousins, Jefferson, Thielen, it might not be as suited for Dal- – I don't think it's as suited for Dalvin, even though they're a run-oriented team that they run through Cook, right? That was not the Rams – Forte is that they were going through there. They're more of one that wants to focus on misdirection and use jet sweeps on the wide receiver, use the slot. I mean, you could line up cook in those various positions if you really wanted to, but I think that honestly might hurt his productivity this year. It will. And of course the number one thing with Minnesota is their health. Cause Dalvin cook, you can put your money down. that He's going to miss four games, right? Minimum. You can put your money okay. down on that. Now
2: as a, as a fantasy footballer, it hurts me that that's true. It, it hurts me I, that that's true. As someone who drafted
0: not. him last year and he played only if, like six games for. Well, me. I drafted
2: him and Alexander Madison. I picked him up off of waivers, so I was
1: okay because Madison. So you were thriving off
0: of the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> I,
1: yeah, ironically enough, yeah, I was. I <laughs> I stay away from drafting Delphi cooking anything like a good down player, but just casting on the only field. To,
2: to Justin's point about Minnesota being a playoff contender. That, that's true, but I don't – I think that's more so just because of the state of the NFC than it's because of how good the Vikings may or may not be. Like, we're talking wow. about – and again, I said at the top, like, the Packers, I think, are going to win the division. I could see Minnesota winning it, but the Packers are going to be a playoff team, whether they're first or second in the division, right? Although I think they'll be first. The Bucks are going to be a playoff team. The Rams will be a playoff team. Someone from – your division has to make the playoffs, and I'm already oh, on record thanks. as saying that thanks. it's. <laughs> I think they should change that rule, honestly. But I'm on record as saying Go that I think that's it to to the be. <laughs> yeah, seven best teams in each. That's how it should be. But whatever. Um, I, I think, think that
1: Cowboys are a good team. No,
2: they well, they're a good team, but I think if we're, I think similarly to what the Bengals in the AFC North, the Eagles are the only team in that in that division that got better. Every other team in the division, like Fair clearly enough. better. Like, okay, yeah. yeah, Washington Washington improved at the quarterback position, but is it really going to be that much of an improvement? We don't know. The Giants are the Giants. Did they that's what I'm saying. Is it, it it seems to be an improvement on paper because at face value it's like Carson Wentz or Taylor Heineke. He's like, Oh, yeah, I'll take Carson Wentz. But is it really an improvement? I don't know. The Giants mm-hmm. or the Giants. So I'm gonna say the division winners are Eagles, Packers, Bucks, and Rams, and there's only three spots left. I think the Saints will be good this season, especially if they get Jamie's Winston for the entire season because they were looking like a playoff team last season before he kind of, you know, before he tore his ACL. And he was just game managing. He wasn't even
0: playing. And, right,
2: and he wasn't even really like being what he was and what we expect him to be out of college, which was a really good player. So you got Jamie's Winston out of, uh, in, in, in New Orleans. You have to give some credit to the Cardinals and San Francisco, although I don't think either will be a playoff team. There's still potential there. Obviously we talk about the Cowboys and now we're talking about the Vikings. And here's a shock, kick me off the show if you want.
1: Don't do, there's do a it. chance. Don't see it. There do is a see. chance. It's Don't a slim it. one. It's a Jared slim Goff one. Goff is still the quarterback.
2: But what There – doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We, we, we've seen twice now in three years Jimmy G take the 49ers to the NFC Championship game in one time as a Super Bowl. There is a slight chance. I, I wouldn't bet on it, but there is a slim chance that the Detroit Lions could potentially make hey, it to man. the playoffs.
0: I, will not, I wouldn't bet on
2: it, but here's the thing. I will, okay? not, I think I will they,
0: not kick you off there because, honestly, there wasn't a team that played harder for their coach. They play so hard.
2: They have so much stuff going on for them offensively, I think. you got Amar, Amar Ross St. Brown, I think, is going to be incredible uh, uh, this season. You're talking about, look, I don't like Jerry Goff either, Justin. I'm on record as saying that Jerry Goff stinks, okay? I, I'm, I, 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 I say that. But I think DeAndre Swift is going to have a really good season this cool. season. It. But, I mean, hey, that, I, I, the defense got his team. That, that's like, true I, I like deandre swift what i'm I, I wouldn't bet on it but what i am gonna I, i'm just saying though that like it's possible if things go right their schedule's not that crazy they have a lot of toss-up games against other bad teams like the seahawks like the uh, the jaguars i think they play the they
0: play, um, the, they, they play
2: the entire nfc east actually put the commanders week one if i'm not mistaken i have them winning that game by the way um the, 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 it's a friendly it's a you're welcome it's a friendly schedule for the lions but if we're being realistic, we're talking vikings cowboys saints um 40, uh, 49ers, Cardinals, maybe I don't have the
1: Cardinals making the playoffs, but I don't you. either.
2: I don't either, but I'm just saying, if you're looking at like what they got on paper, it's it a so I say all that to say, I think the Vikings will be right around, and I know it's a little bit early, we're going to do it later. I think the Vikings will be hovering on eight or nine, those extra, excuse me, those extra wins as far as potentially winning the division because the Packers are going to get 10. So it's I, we're a lock for 10. I don't think I, I know we'll miss Devontae Adams and MVS, my, my but I don't think the drop off will be a a a, a four-game drop-off where we go from winning double-digit games three straight years to not cracking double digits this season. We'll win at least 10. It's going to take at least 10 for the Vikings to win the division. I don't think they will. All I'm saying is I think the Vikings will be good, but if they're going to make the playoffs and potentially win a playoff game, it's going to come down to the defense because the offense is going to give them eight because they gave them eight last season. The defense is going to have to be good enough to give them at least two more. I don't know if the defense is that good to get them those two games against what are what likely going to be tough competition one of those games could be week one in minnesota against our packers justin because there's going to be a lot of growing pains i think with the new offense and everything with their not being devontae and mbs aside from that they'd have to find one more i don't know if they can do that i don't have a on paper, paper, by
1: on paper i don't either
2: i don't either like i i think that i wouldn't be surprised because it's aaron freaking Rodgers, but it's and and you know the packers don't lose division games i would you know, in the NFC North under Matt LaFleur, except for one time and that was when Devon, that was when Dalvin Cook came to Green Bay and what did he do? Two hundred and four that game? That was a devastating game to watch. Um but yeah I I, I just want to know like the Vikings will be good. I don't know if there'll be a playoff contender because of them or because the NFC East because the NFC is just really weak this season.
0: Definitely because the NFC is really weak this season. I don't think it's really close. <laughs> I don't think it's close, and I think you guys have both made valid arguments of saying that they're going to be a cussed team, right? They're going to be hovering. They'll be right on that within a game because pr- what was it last year? Nine and eight was the last team that got into the, the playoffs. Was that Philly? Oh, yeah. Philly was yeah. nine and eight?
2: Yeah, Philly was nine and eight,
0: yep. So right then and there, it puts you in contention for that potential tiebreaker mumbo-jumbo. So I think that'll be intriguing to see, but, yes, the NFC is com- clearly down – in comparison to how stacked the AFC is if we're comparing both conferences, right?
1: Quarterbacks win games, apparently.
0: Quarterbacks win games. All right, let's jump to the next team. I know we – and that is, honestly, Marcus's favorite team because he has his hot take of saying that this team is going to be the worst team in football. That is the Chicago Bears.
2: They will stink. And They're going to be the worst team in football. <laughs> They're going to be the, the worst on team in the wall.
1: football. Take oh. it away. I have nothing to say. Let him, Let him, Let him I will, Really? You have nothing
2: to, to say? Because I, I will all crap all over the Chicago Bears. Bears.
1: The biggest they- issue was getting rid
0: of Matt Nagy, but I think Matt Nagy has now left them in a worse position that now they're going to stink. And what do they do? They bring in a defensive-minded coach for when you're supposed to be trying to figure out what your quarterback is in Justin Fields. And Justin has heard this rant before about that Ohio State quarterbacks do not translate to the goddamn NFL. Whoa, 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 whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, Wait a second now. Wait a second. I want to push back on that a little bit. I do.
0: Push back Just on it. a little I bit. went off on four minutes. You can list the last. I know.
2: I was there. I, I listened to it. It was beautiful. A beautiful Listen, soliloquy expertly done by Blaine Spencer. Six, R- reminded four, me a lot of Steve, Stephen A. Smith. I, 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 I enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not Stephen A. Smith. See it Bayless anyway. Um, that's even worse. (laughs) Hold on, I I was about to to say,
1: that's that's not a compliment.
2: It is worse, but I i wanted to.
0: All right, push back. Go ahead, Marcus. I wanted to before you go on your tangent about your Chicago Bears,
2: I wanted to give a little bit more accurate analogy because of appearance. Anyway, um, here's my here's the fact of life, right? Dwayne Haskins and Justin Fields, the last two guys to be drafted out of Ohio State, the quarterback position. Dwayne Haskins. God rest his soul went to your Washington Commanders who suck, and Justin Fields has gone to the Chicago Bears who might as well just be called uh, Aaron Rodgers Jr. because they suck too. Listen, he- he- here's a fact of life: who 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 who's on the roster? Defense stinks. Love Roquan Smith. Defense stinks. Mac offensively, going. offensively, so who's he? Who's he throwing the ball to? Darnell Mooney. I think he'll be okay, but who else? Cole Yo, so I'm, Komet. Reading,
0: I'm I not buying the hype. This- I was, was doing this thing, and they two said... Two wins.
1: Two. Two. I'm gonna, I want to jump in here, because they want Marcus At to most, run, three. run well. most, three. So, I'll let Marcus Welcome, jump let's be honest, in here. They're going to suck. They are So, suck. here's the thing, right, with the Chicago Bears, right? And this is where, no, my prehistoric nature, how, how she can help you show it and tell you now. The reality is, and I've said this, especially in football, culture and tradition matters. And so you asked why was Matt Eberfluos brought in as a defensive minded coach? Because that's the culture of the Chicago Bears. So I'm going to expand to you. They're the Jesus. Chicago the culture has sucked. And has but all of the great well not but all of the Chicago Bears teams that have done well, um, when we talk about the great team in the '80s that wanted to Bowl all up to present, every time they win or get to the playoffs huh? what is it? It's because of their defense. Um, they play in extremely cold, frigid temperatures. They want, and they play on a very, very bad Soldier Field, and they want to tell you, Soldier Field. One of Sorry, Blaine, I'm going to rip you. The only field worse than Soldier Field is that is the Washington yeah, FedEx it Field because it's only... literally
2: falling apart.
0: <laughs> because <laughs> the stadium has collapsed like three times in like the last two I, years.
2: No, it's Every five time. three times last season. How about that?
1: <laughs> like you can assure that quarterback is gonna get just keep injured. The baby. <laughs> just 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 playing football, your quarterback is gonna get injured in Washington. But going back to Chicago, right? Their culture, their tradition, their their, their ethos is building and winning through defense. I'm not telling you I agree with it. I'm just telling you what it has been from Dick. But cause it's time right up to now, that is what the Chicago Bears have prided themselves on. That's what they do. Similarly, it is not a coincidence that the Green Bay Packers have had three legendary quarterbacks because that's what they do. They develop quarterbacks or they know how to draft quarterbacks and raise them. Hence, and then you see all of this production. Yeah, I'm not telling you Jordan Love is good. I'm just telling you, Green Bay Packers have a system of A, identifying quarterback talent. They missed on Jordan Love, unfortunately. B, when you look... (laughs) All of the great receivers that have come through, like these are not highly drafted receivers, but these receivers have always come. When you talk about from as far as Antonio Freeman, um oh my gosh, I forgot Sterling Sharp. All the he way should back should be great. in the Hall of Fame. He should, but that's another conversation for another time. Don Hudson, I can go on and on and then up to present day, Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson, Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb. So like that that that's the tradition, that's a culture of Green Bay, like finding gems in the lower rounds of receivers and developing them. And the most underrated part of that is them developing offensive linemen. That goes, like, like, you come in Green Bay, you're drafted as an offensive lineman, you better believe you're going to be good because we have a culture, a tradition of drafting and developing offensive linemen. That's what we do. So going back to the Bears, to answer your question, Blaine, it is the culture and the tradition of the Chicago Bears to be good, or sorry, to build their base on defense. like This is one thing that's going to shock you, Blaine and Dwayne, when they tell you maybe not Dwayne because Dwayne has lived his entire life in the division. The Chicago Bears have never had, I want to say, or at least had one. No, they've never had a pro bowler or, sorry, a Hall of Famer at the position of the quarterback. Never had, not one. Absolutely not one. Like they, they, That is not their culture. Their culture, for whatever reason, for whatever purpose, whatever... They just don't target each coaches that know that position of football. The Chicago Bears just do not know what to do or how to develop or how to teach the quarterback position. And that's just it. So when you ask me why did they go after Matt Eberflus, whether right or wrong, whether they got the right might or not, I'm not here to say or not. I'm going to judge him as the seasons go on. It's their tradition. That's what they do.
0: They might average 10 points a game on offensively. This left. is what
2: I'll say about the Matt Eberflus hiring. If you had talent on defense, I wouldn't be so hard on it. There's no talent defensively. Who is he going to coach on the defense outside of Rokon Smith? Listen, I get it. And, and traditions are fine and grainy. That's a nice word that everybody throws around. They throw it around for family time with Thanksgiving and Christmas, all this nonsense. Listen, some traditions are made to be broken. Okay. There, there are some things There are some things well, you, I should, you, you just shouldn't do anymore. All right. Like, you get a certain age, and I will die on this hill. This has nothing to do with anything. But you get a certain age, you, you should not. There, there is a gap of life, okay, between pre-adolescence and right about where Justin is, which is senior citizenship. You should not be wearing pajama bottoms. That's my personal opinion. I feel like there's no reason why you should be 20 years old wearing pajama bottoms, whatever. The, the point is, the Chicago Bears have done nothing building around a defense. You have a stud. At the quarterback position, whose name is Justin Fields, who who fits the mold of what looks like is a successful quarterback nowadays in the NFL. A young, strong arm guy that can that is mobile and can evade and can and can turn something to, and can turn nothing into something. How about Pat Mahomes? How about Josh Allen? Deshaun Watson, before he stopped keeping his hands to himself. All these great young quarterbacks could do it. Kyler Murray, even, you know, all, all these talented young guys. You got Jalen. You got Justin Fields. The, the what seems to be the prototype of young quarterback success. And instead of going out there and trying to keep Allen Robinson and trying to maybe bring in some other help, you know, build up the offensive line draft, maybe a, a rookie receiver, you know what I mean? Maybe get some help at the tight end position, the running back position, or bringing in an offensive guy to coach him. Instead, you hire Matt Eberflus. And then a month and a half later, maybe a little bit more, you send Khalil Mack out the door. Who's on the defense for Matty? The Chicago Bears are going to win two games. I give them four max. They'll be picking. They'll have the number one pick in the draft, and they'll and they'll ruin it because, unfortunately, the Justin Fields experiment isn't over because he hasn't been given a fair shot. So they're not going to draft a quarterback. And they're going to make a terrible pick with the number one overall pick in the draft next season. Mark my words. I, I don't know when this is coming out, but I said it Wednesday, July 13th, 942 Eastern Standard Time. I don't know when Blaine's dropping this. Mark this my words, they're gonna make a terrible.
0: <laughs> they're gonna,
2: they're gonna, they're gonna make a terrible pick. You still got some daylight, so it's possible. They're gonna make a terrible pick, and 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 I'm gonna come back on whatever show and say I told you so. The Bears are winning four games this season. And they're gonna suck. You're right. They what? might just average ten points this season. They're, they're okay. gonna average ten and allow thirty-five. It's gonna be terrible. A terrible. The out of again. Out of.
1: The, not, the, the
2: stadiums. The stadiums don't look like it did in the pandemic. Empty. No fans whatsoever.
1: Well, no, Chicago Bears fine. Except for, like, for when Aaron
2: Rodgers comes to town because the Packers will fill it up and then Aaron Rodgers will score like 17 touchdowns in two games combined. And then, and then he'll say I, say, I own you, you
1: for like this time. Of the, course the he does.
0: Time. You yeah.
2: might as well. I am not going to He, he, he should honestly just, should put in should a minor rename
0: soldier. Field. Bears would take it.
2: He should honestly. Of speak. course. He should. Abs- the, the, the The Aaron Rodgers deserves two statues when he retires. He deserves a statue outside of Lambeau Field, he deserves a statue outside of Soldier Field. For just absolutely embarrassing the Chicago Bears since he's been an NFL quarterback. It's been insane. A beautiful thing to watch, though, but it's been insane.
1: I will say this I will not slander the Chicago fearful. I know them. They will turn up to games whether they're bad or not. And they why? They in. shouldn't. They well, should I, not. <laughs>
0: so,
1: again, I'm not here to defend Matt Eberfuss hiring. I'm not here to trash it either. I'm just explaining why they did what they did. And whether right or wrong, whether successful or not, this is the path of the Chicago Bears. I am with you, though. I'm not saying this tradition needs to end. I'm just telling you, yeah, I agree with you. There are traditions that need to end. There are culture changes that need to happen. And I i am hoping that Iber because I think football is better when the Bears and the Packers rivalry mean something. They, they really do.
2: Here's something that's interesting. Real quick, I'm going to say what I was going to say, and then I'm going to say on that. So, number one, okay, the Chicago Bears... <laughs> will oh. be
0: he's <laughs> laughing before he can even get it out of his mouth
2: <laughs> the chicago bears will be lucky to win three games this season i mean that now here's what's interesting about the packers and the bears rivalry, okay because i read somewhere that the bears all time have one more win than the packers do all time mm-hmm. against each other so or like just no, actually it's nope. all time in general. All time, so, all time franchise. What needs to happen, and it's going to happen. What needs to happen is, and they will. The Bears need to lose Week One, which they will do, and then when the Bears come to Lambeau, and the Packers win, the Packers will for the first time in the history of both franchises have more wins than the Bears. <laughs> I don't know why I felt like, to say that, but I just felt they need to say that. I think that's kind the of a think, how,
0: how bad the be Bears honest. are going to be.
2: The Bears absolutely suck. I mean, if
0: you Justin if a, Fields should honestly dime, like take the season off and be like, "Yo, like I, I can't wouldn't blame them without any help." I know? wouldn't blame them. Look, if I had a
2: dime for every time the Chicago Bears were good in my lifetime, I'd have ten cent. No, you have I'd
0: twenty. Get- 20
2: cents. I'd have 10 cents.
0: Nope. Again, you're talking oh, about no. the double doink. And when they went, No, to I'm the
2: talking school. about the year they went to the Super Bowl. That's
0: you're
2: not it. even counting the double doink. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Because if your I'm kicker team can't team. make a game winning field goal. <laughs> team's not good. I'm going to tell you all
1: right. As a guy who hates bears more than anybody. I know personally, because obviously you're a grow- Like you grew like, up in Packers, fan, you have to hit Chicago. And I go through uh, O'Hare Airport quite often, so like I wear. I also make sure to wear either jersey. Uh, oh, hoodie. you're fine. O'Hare doesn't just do the, anything. It's
0: the it's just, the, de- it's just Midway I, I, is the one you got to worry about. You,
1: you, you, right. So Justin
2: is the quintessential troll, and he doesn't even troll the white way. You know, you got to go to the Midway, bro. You gotta.
0: No, you can't go but, to the business O'Hare's airport the and expect to get Chicago, some slack.
1: They <laughs> yeah, like, ain't nobody going through Midway. It's in Lombard, apparently. Oh well. So I'm gonna tell you know like. As much as I hate the Chicago Bears because it is what it is, I honestly do not want to see them this bad because I I, I said it before, I'm going to say it again. Football is better when this rivalry means something. And right now, in my estimation, for me, for Packer fans, for fans of football, this rivalry means absolutely nothing. Well, just yeah, but I mean, it's just it's two, it's decade then, so it's two
2: it's free wins. I mean, why are we? Let's come on,
1: now. Let, and that's let's the thing let's right, stop I splitting, I, want, I do not want to see this team be this body, I don't I? Really don't. That's so against your religion as a Packers fan.
2: You're supposed to be, <laughs> be dancing, you're supposed to be with me, hand no, in no, hand, tap I dancing be, on their grave.
1: I want to be <laughs> them, but you want to pay,
2: you want to come to the funeral and pay your respects. Uh uh-uh. uh, I'll <laughs> dance on top of the casket. At the funeral in front of Dick Butkus. What is he gonna do? Nothing. I think Dick Butkus might be dead, actually. So
0: no, I, I think. think is. Dick Butkus is dead. It'd be
2: uh if he is, I apologize. I never speak ill will dead. I'll change it. Mike dick There we go. He's not Dick
0: dead. could be, be the one that'd be coming with a cigar to come beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> he would. <laughs> but yeah, he'd be like, like, I don't care that you're stomping on my crap. I'm gonna beat your crap <laughs> beat the living crap out of you. No, no, just,
1: like, it's easy. Like, yeah, you wanna beat the beers every time and Bears week for Packers fans and the Packers in general mean something. But outside of us, this rivalry means absolutely. Ask any NFL fan that does not call himself a a, a Packer people. Like name them top five rivalries in football. They're not going to name you the Packers and Bears. Like it's sad.
2: Well, well, that's what happens when you have have a bad organization up front to call them making all the
0: decisions. Chicago has a whole lot of issues worse than their football team, let's be honest. (laughs) But, um, all right, let's go to the last team we have on our slate tonight, boys. We have the Detroit Lions, who we easily have all agreed upon as the most hardworking team, even though they couldn't, Buy some wins. We've
2: got well, Justin's a little disappointed because we didn't get any bitten kneecaps or live lions on field last season. Oh it's
1: like, because they were doing two plays against sorry. you guys in the last game of the season to beat you. So, so get over. So hold it. on, Blaine. I have I'm going to start on my rant now. Like and I, I Go was ahead. Promised-
0: Go ahead, talk about Detroit, man. It's all you. I was gonna give you the I was gonna give you the floor anyway, cause Marcus got I, the got the bears. So
1: I I, I was promised kneecaps bitten out. I was promised a circus, including lanes, walking around that center field, and got absolutely none of that. I got. It was a budget working. problem. I, I got this hardworking <laughs> team that was losing <laughs> games. I don't want to see that Matt Cap that, that thing, Matt Campbell. I want to see, sorry, Dan Campbell. Where did you get Matt Campbell from? Dan Campbell, you promised me bitter kneecaps. Nobody walked into Detroit losing a kneecap, complaining about sore knees. There were no bites. There were no charges. No police charges filed. I have a sincere problem. And then you told me you are going to trot a real-life lane out there. Um, crap be damn coming from that lane. I did not get it. I am upset. Who was the team that, that did that,
0: like that VR thing? Was that Carolina that did that with like the Panther?
1: Yeah. You know, was, they should oh, that try oh, that
0: before they try an, should, an actual line. No.
1: Like, Even you though that go, VR thing was absolutely You need boring. to go to the nearest downtown zoo. Pid damn lane teamer. <laughs> and bring that line out on the field. If not, anything less. is a, I don't care if you make the playoffs. Anything less than a live line and somebody missing a piece of a kneecap, whether it be ACL, MCL, PCL, or the actual kneecap bone. I, this is a, a, a not a success. I talked about title or bust. If kneecaps slash real-life lane or bust <laughs> on the Detroit Lions. That is where I'm going. I am disappointed with Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell promised me last season this Shit's is what is going to happen. He did not deliver, he did not deliver. He did not say, I'm going to come to win playoff games. He did not say, I'm coming to have a winning season. He said, specifically, kneecaps will be bitten, live lions will be roaring and walking on the field. Neither happened. It was a disaster in the court. But let me, in all honesty, now, like. I love what the Detroit Lions are. Oh, earn. gosh. I I must oh admit, I'm not here cloning. I'm not here <laughs> Let me give my guy Dan Campbell a clap. Like, what he has built out there, not only, we always talk, we make it easy, right? Like, and Dwayne said lazy takes. I think it's just, it's I'm not a bad, this is not any attacking one. I think it's just lazy to see that this team is playing hard for their coach because obviously they're playing hard for his coach, right? The Detroit Lions are building a football team the right way. And, yeah, I'm going to show my age again. I always believe in building teams from the lanes out. And you have seen their attention to the offensive lane, their attention they're trying to make to the defensive lane. I mean, obviously, Aiden Hutchinson was a no-brainer for them, even though I think Kayvon Thibodeau is best player in that draft. But that's another topic for another day. I like what the Detroit Lions are doing. They nailed the draft in my estimation because moving up to get Jamison Williams, granted he may not play half of his rookie season, but pairing him with Amin Ross and Brown is going to give you a lethal one-two combination on the outside for years and years to come. Amon Rossett Brown is my personal hero because he won me my first and only ever Um. Uh fantasy football league. Yeah, it's the first time we played it. I had, I'm Ross and wrong and then they realized, wait a minute, let's start playing this dude. Unstoppable Blaine and Marcus are telling you it was unstoppable. You won but the league on... or you just won the game that week? <laughs> I won the league on the back Wait, <laughs> uh, is that uh, the league? Wait, just, wait, wait, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. How much was the, the
2: buy-in?
0: Well, isn't, isn't that the league? league
2: isn't that the league against your in-laws who know nothing yeah, about it. football?
1: Oh, oh that doesn't know. count. Oh, that <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, Get I mean, here. Lions After all, oh, some But yeah, I like what the Lions are doing, and uh, I also like them not giving up, paying uh, a king's ransom, giving up a host mortgage for any of the quarterbacks in this class. Because if you think that doing uh, Marcus was tough, seeing that these Chicago Bears are bad. This quarterback class that entered the NFL is bad. And I said it. This quarterback class is bad. If Kenny Pickett is your top overall pick out of the quarterbacks, then you are in trouble. This is bad. Malik Willis is not go- I mean, let me not go down this right of being knocking on gentlemen because they want to see all of them succeed. I am glad that the Detroit Lions held off a year of taking their quarterback and waiting for this class, which is supposed to be good to at the quarterback, and it doesn't make any sense changing up from Jared Goff because the reality of the situation the Detroit Lions are not in a position or trying to win a Super Bowl right now, so it doesn't make any sense going after your quarterback in the future if they're a quarterback. In the them as a is sleeper, I'm Detroit not Lions, mark this on your calendars
2: the Detroit Lions by 2028. 20 will have been two and won at least one Super Bowl.
0: So you're telling me in the next seven years.
2: I don't believe that. I don't believe, yeah. that. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I do think, though, what a between take. Years, <laughs> rough. I, know. I, I, I do believe. It would have been. I do believe. What if it comes true? Man, maybe I do believe. That. I don't know. I do believe, though, <laughs> that between now and 2028, the Lions will have been to the playoffs at least three times. That I do believe. <clears throat> I
1: think. The Detroit I mean Bay that extra Army. team
0: helps. Let's be honest; that seven team gives.
1: It does. Away. <laughs> it, I, does. I think, it does. It does. I think that they're just. Um, I don't want to say just a quarterback away, but they're. They are. they right, they are trending in the right direction. I see what they're doing. They're building again. They paid attention to the offensive lane and defensive lane, and they're building their teams, the lanes and going outwards. And that's I've, I've always said. Football games are running trenches, and I'm glad that Dan Campbell understands and realizes this. The Detroit Lions, I don't have them as a playoff team this year. I will be shocked if mm. they're in not. In, I will be shocked <laughs> if they're not a playoff contender in at least three seasons. I'll be shocked. Let's be honest.
2: There's two teams last season that finished dead last in their division that have a, a slight chance of winning their division this season. One of them.
0: Detroit? is Detroit. Who's the other?
2: The other one is the Houston. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Um, Baltimore. The, the, really? <laughs> Not no, they didn't finish last. They, they didn't finish last. They, they
2: finished third. Uh, if, if Cleveland had Deshaun Watson, they my fans first. Um, no, it also is, though, I really enjoy what the Lions are doing. I think DeAndre Swift's going to have a breakout season as soon as I get up in my fantasy stuff, which starts. Actually, I'm doing a fantasy show August 2nd, which also is the second year in The the, the, two, the second uh Hang on, I can't. Words are hard. Uh, Go talk.
0: Anniversary.
2: Thank you. There it is. Second birthday. That's what I was trying to get out, and I just couldn't. It's late. Anyway, back to the matter remains. Um, just, DeAndre Swift, I thought he's gonna have a good season. I, I think Jared Goff is the perfect guy for this because I think Jared Goff recognizes that he's not the long term answer, but he's a serviceable quarterback that can kind of do just the enough. Bridge. If you speak the to bridge, Jared, yeah. he he's will tell bridge, you different. Yeah. He of course, he'll tell you different, mind. but I mean, he's he, he, he supposed to do that way. He, 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 well, let's he, be I honest. Mean, he's he went not. Out there, he <laughs> went
0: out there injured a couple times last year because they know they have nobody else at the quarterback position. Yeah, like
2: he – he. he, he but pro, look, you want to endure yourself in a franchise? Do, do what Matt Stafford did. Go out there, throw a touchdown, and fall down, I, down I, with I one shoulder hanging out your socket. Of course you can. Sure.
0: Can we get them off of Thanksgiving yet? Please.
2: I enjoy no. seeing the Lions on Thanksgiving. I'll be what? honest. What?
0: I'll oh, be honest. No, God. and
2: this is why. Oh. This is why. The reason why I enjoy seeing the Lions play on Thanksgiving is because the Lions are always playing another bad football team on Thanksgiving. <laughs> and although two bad teams playing on so a national holiday is a good. Football game exactly. Is they are. See, now, if you're talking about a situation where you have the Lions playing against, like, the Packers or the Bills on Thanksgiving, okay, I don't want to see that. But if you're talking about the Lions playing the Bears, the Jaguars, the Jets, put a bad team against another bad team, that makes good basketball. Are they the
1: Jets are they the Cougars No.
2: You know what? I need to go dap Zach Wilson up because he he just won man of the he just he, he deserves Walter Payton Man of the Year for for his yeah. performance so far this offseason. That's incredible. Um, I yeah, I that's, that's All right, oddly boys. enough. Last thing I'll say, Zach Wilson in high school. You guys want to guess what his high school mascot was for this football team?
1: It's the Cougars. Cool. It's the Cougars. Right. He played at BYU. Cougars.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing new. All lined up. <laughs> He yeah. okay. he he he's already put in the petition to change the New York Jets to the New York Cougars. It's already coming. Like we we all know this.
0: Exactly. I love you. I love you, Zach Wilson. All That's right. A ballsy
2: guy. Got to get him on the show. Talk about how he pulled that off.
0: There's no way we're gonna be able to pull him off and onto our show. We ha- no no we, no. we gotta call the Cougar. We call the <laughs> Cougar. Then we get Zach Wilson on the show. There it is.
2: <laughs> I'll try my best. I'm getting Zach Wilson on the show. Title of the show. I'm gone Cougar hunting. <laughs>
1: I just want I'm to sure tell you though, honestly though, I think the Detroit Lions are trending in the right direction. I think expecting them to get to playoffs this season with Jai Goff still at quarterback may be a bit much. But oh, they're going to go I, seventeen and zero. Well, I mean they went zero and sixteen already, so it <laughs> I think it would be, be the here.
2: only team in history to go have an undefeated and an unvictorious season ever. So it's fine.
1: But, yeah, what they've done with Dan Campbell as head coach and just building the team, I I can't stress enough. I know I keep saying this. They have built that team the right way. And it is only unfortunate that places like Detroit and all these teams in the Midwest are not free agent destinations. But I like what they're doing.
2: Last thing I'll say, I feel like every time we talk football, Justin has to bring up a free agent destination. Like, it's just in the back of his mind. The, the, the phrase free agent destination has to be said or else it's not yeah. a football show. It's not a
1: football show.
0: All right. Let's do win counts. All right. I know we've kind of been doing yeah, it. I have Green Bay winning 11. Then I have Minnesota winning eight. I've got Detroit winning six. And I have Chicago winning four. That's too much. All right. That's too much. All right, Marcus, go. List your four wins.
2: Green Bay's got a. I'll say Green Bay's. Honestly, I think Green Bay can go thirteen again this season. They, they've got, they've done it three in a row. I think it's possible they go thirteen again. I'm not gonna. I'm not. That's not my pick. I think it's possible they go thirteen. I'm gonna say eleven. Um, I got Minnesota at nine. Have the Lions at. Have
1: don't the Lions see, at seven. Do okay. Maybe eight.
2: It's a, it's a, it's a cupcake you're schedule for being on seven,
0: honest. eight, nine. Let's just keep bumping No, 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 no. It's <laughs> seven or eight.
2: It's a, it's a, the lions have a cupcake schedule. You got the entire NFC East. You got two games against you're Chicago. Right. 28, 28, 28. It's, it's a cupcake schedule. There's, I mean, they're not going to be the Bay or the, well, they might beat us because for some reason, NFL loves to give us green Bay versus Detroit last week of the season. Guess what's and week 17? Jordan loves
0: playing quarterbacks. So, you know you're gonna so lose yes, you could chalk. Yeah. <laughs> you can
2: chalk that up there. Um, I've got the bears. I said it already. They got two wins on the season. They'll be the worst team in football. The Bears might go 0-17
1: this year. All right. That's, I, that's a little harsh. I'm not deviating much from that. I have the Packers at 11. Um, the Vikings, I keep toggling between 9 and 10. So because I'm trying to be a better person in life, I'll give them 10. Um, Detroit anyway. Lanes, they have an offensive-minded head coach that can get away from just running football and trying to kick field goals. So I'll give them that extra win. Um Detroit Lions, because the extra game, I'm trending five and six, so I'll go five and a half just because of the betting line, yeah, so five and a half. But honestly, yeah, five. And uh, over under
0: Bears. probably is five and a half for that team. Yeah, so over under spread. five and a half.
1: So I'm gonna go under that still though. So five and Chicago Bears is like, yeah, like I have to agree with me. like that's two, that's a two, like, and gonna be quite frankly. That they may actually be lucky. I can't believe it. No, no, they look at it, right? They actually may be lucky to win two games. Like it is not out of the realm of impossible with the lack of talent that is going on there that they pull equal a single win in the entire division. Because 17, frankly, baby, like, Get like the bags like, out Chicago. It is easy to see right now. Right. I don't think it is a hot take, a stretch of the imagination. a, a, a reach to right now say that Detroit Lions are comfortably a better football team than the, than the Chicago Detroit. Bears. They were, better than, they were better than the Bears last season.
0: Even though the Bears had more wins. Yeah, well. Detroit just couldn't figure out a, a way to close out a game last year, Detroit.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I wanted – as I said, I'm here to give Detroit love this season, right? So I think last season a lot of people didn't realize how many close games Detroit played in. The very first game of the season – they came all the way back against San Francisco 49ers, lost in a one-score game there. It took Justin uh, Justin Tucker's greatest kick, like the best On kick a play that greatest. shouldn't even have happened. Hey, On a play that should not have counted because the referee, that play was supposed should have been dead. That should have been a delayed game. So that play happens, and the greatest kicker of all time had to take his best-ever kick to win a game in Detroit. They played, I want to say they played the Rams tough. Yeah. I think it's quite possible the Bears go all 70 But, yeah, I'm here still to give the Detroit Lions some love. They played around stuff. They beat us in the last game of the season. They beat the Minnesota Vikings. They tied with the Pittsburgh Steelers, another playoff team. And I think that they probably should have won that game. The Detroit Lions could arguably say that they should have been a 4-5 win team last season. So, I'm here to give them some love and actually give them the five wins that they should have had last season, this season.
0: Love it. So we know Chicago's going to suck. Everything else is kind of a coin flip in the other three teams because it's going to be all dependent on how they can play in one score games. Other than you guys' is Packers, we'll see. And then we have an issue. What is the definition of title or bust between Marcus and Justin? But, Justin, la- tell the followers of The Final Whistle what is going on with you up next and where to catch your content and give you a subscribe and a follow and whatnot.
1: Please give us a subscribe and a follow. Put that hashtag before This Just In. So it's hashtag This Just In. If not, then you'll be going to Matt Kellerman and his ESPN show. But hashtag This Just In. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. But primarily our long-form content. We are on YouTube every Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central Live. So this coming Monday, we are likely, and I predict it now, we are going to be talking about That Kevin Durant trade that will happen. I predict that it will happen this weekend. I'm just hoping. But we will talk about the Kevin Durant in the Phoenix Suns. No, probably not. But I suspect a 14 trade will happen. Kevin Durant centered around also um, Donovan Mitchell. And we are going to get some movement this weekend. And I suspect at some point in time, Brooklyn are going to let go, give up the ghost, and just move Kyrie Irving to Los Angeles like we all know is going to happen. So tune in Monday night after the weekend when that happens.
0: Marcus, where what's up with you next, and where to catch your contact as he's holding his zeros up, trying to predict his find. He's trying to find the Chicago Bears franchise, but they have no I wins. I can't They're find it. Find I had them. to take
2: my glasses off. I can't. I can't find the wins. I'm gonna have this season anyway. Um, it's always a pleasure to, have, to to talk to these two knuckleheads. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at GTP Marcus. You can find the show Go Talk with Marcus Instagram. Uh, not Instagram. I already said that. Uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Um, excuse <clears> this <throat> is gonna take a lot out of me. So, Dolphin show dropped on Monday. Go check that out. Uh, Colts show dropped on Wednesday. Go check that out. Chargers show dropped with my guy NFL Mike dropping. Um, Friday, and then next Monday we got Saints with uh plugged in with Jay. We got uh, who picked after the Saints in the in the draft? I can't think of it. Uh. There's two more shows. the The point is, I'm the busiest man in the business right now. And you need to follow me and everything. Or you're gonna check out. You're gonna miss it. Um, and just and 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 Blaine is gonna tell me to shut up after this, but I'm just gonna do it. I'm I'm gonna pit myself out. Is there any you know attractive women out there that looking for some TLC? You know, smart, attractive guy. You know, knows about sports. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. Um, I'm not gonna drop my number, right, but I did just drop is my sorry. socials. G T G Mark. Back
0: off again, they Can't find him. Can't find him. You
2: <laughs> uh, if you look, if you look, if you, if you out there looking, you know what I'm saying? You, you tired all these, all the bozos in your life. Just call on me. You know what I'm saying? My name is Marcus. I'm we G- have fallen off of
0: the deep end I'm on here. the Final here. Whistle Sports Podcast. Okay, I'm podcast. here. Okay, I'm, Thank I'm you, here. Marcus. I can keep the
2: glasses off. From I can put them back on. Marcus.
0: Thank whatever you need. I'm here, here this for you. In. I'm here. This, <laughs> Marcus is here. He, he's looking for some women. If you're watching, go find him on his stuff and reach out to him with a DM because... He loves y'all.
2: I'm a man of I'm a man of the people, but more importantly, I'm a man of the woman. That's all I'm saying. Look, just Justin's here.
0: trying to maintain some composure right now. Justin's He's married. Go see okay, the let's Mrs. be
2: honest. Justin's married, and, and Blaine, I don't think, has any aspirations. Look, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. That's <laughs> me and you. I'm here. Call on me. What Eric about do say? Call <laughs> on Tyrone. Except my name is Marcus, but it's fine. Just call. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, our Final here? Whistle
0: Sports Podcast signing off. Have a great night, everybody. Be on the lookout for more content from the Final Whistle and check out the other divisional breakdowns that will be coming out. Hit my line. Hit, hit Marcus's this. line. Thank you. I'll Good night.